Welcome to Two and a Half Sportsmen, a sports comedy podcast hosted by Jordan Pomaville, Joel Anderson, and your sports outsider, Phil Ranta. Let's get it on. And now it's time for another mailbag brought to you by stamps.com. You can print them out. You can put them on an envelope. They're stamps. What do you want from me? All right, uh, time for another mailbag, uh, where our biggest fans get the chance to ask us to do the segments that they want to hear. All made up by Joel. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, are that's, we still under the conceit that these are real mail, This is these are real letters, Phil? Yeah, I don't this, buy it for is, half a really, second. I mean, is this supposed to be the segment where our most loyal fans are insulted no. by two of our No, hosts. just they oftentimes are effusively positive about Joel and the things he rants about when I know That's, that our fans again that is Joel. <laughs> it's weird that you fixate on that because yeah. it's also packed with like questions and requests for segments that they want to hear. Okay, well let's hear what this in, one in, is. And this, this, and this is an actual letter. Yeah. Again, this is not an yeah. email we're saying this is a letter. Yeah, this this came actually this one came in as a telegram. Oh wow! You so have it the came in as a telegram. If you're gonna lie, make it a plausible lie. You picked Joel. this up at the Western Union at the check cashing place, or did you have street. somebody wearing like suspenders and a hat go telegram for Mister Joel Anderson? No, I, I, I got it. Boy I, in the hospital. <laughs> I got it from Jean. I don't know how Jean receives our telegrams, but yeah. uh, yes, we got a telegram. I'm surprised that I have to explain to you, Phil. The importance of interacting with our fans in this era of social media. Well, generally they uh, do it on social media. That I, if I could see it on social media and see the tweet, I'd believe you. Uh, well, yeah. Unless so, okay. it was called like Joel Fan sixty nine, then I'd be like, nope, that's Joel. <laughs> I'm just gonna continue. Okay, all right, let's go. Let's hear it. Let's you know, hear this while, while you're going ahead and crushing the dreams of of these these people Joel, who are yeah, Joel, just say your lie. <laughs> And live with it. Wallow in your mud. Not a lie. Beulah, age seven, from Oxford, Beulah. Mississippi. Yes, Beulah. A seven-year-old named Beulah. From Oxford, Mississippi. Yes. Okay. All right. Sure. Beulah is not a lie. Beulah is a person, a living, breathing person. I bet okay. there is a seven-year-old named Beulah somewhere <laughs> in Oxford, Mississippi. They just are not the ones who wrote this letter. Joel did. Right. Again, oh, this, this is... Like, there are real facts out there. Yeah. Just not right now. Here. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. This is a lie. The world's not a lie. So here's, yeah. here's what Beulah had to say to us. Yep. Okay. Okay, Beulah. Uh, loved greatest all-time athlete segment. Stop. Already a lie. Stop. Oh, right. <laughs> Stop. Forgot, That's right. It's a telegram. It's a telegram. I yeah. forgot. A seven-year-old went to the Western Union and went, I'd like to send a telegram, please. Here's sixpence. And they bit into it to make sure it was real. She probably got help from her parents, guys. If she got help from her parents, then they would so be able to show her to how imagine. real mail works. She I'm, was like, hey, could you send a message to my favorite podcast for me? And they're like, oh, well, they say their email in the outro of every episode. We should do that. And she's like, no, Telegram. I'm wondering They if, might not have email. It's Mississippi. I was oh, going to say, true. I think they're outside of Oxford. So I think <laughs> Oxford has electricity, the internet. And I think if yeah. just 20 miles outside of Oxford. Oxford's Mississippi State? Oxford's Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. But I, I think they have electricity and all those modern creature comforts there 20 miles outside the city i do not so think you're so. thinking like first 10 minutes of the jerk that kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. exactly and I, th- I think she walked to the check cashing place no shoes that, yes that but maybe still got service the western union there you go yeah 
So first 10 minutes of the jerks is what we should call the beginning of the segment. All right. All right. But why don't I continue? Kabula. Then Bula. says, uh, loved Eddie Merck's nickname, the cannibal. Stop. Uh, would love to hear about other great cycling nicknames. Stop. Nope. No seven-year-old. If a seven-year-old's talking about cycling, they're talking about like riding their bike to the 7-Eleven to get a Mountain Dew Ultra Blast Slurpee. P.S. Joel is I'm so funny. Now. Stop. <laughs> okay, sorry. What was the last one? P.S. Joel is so funny. Stop. No yeah. seven-year-old thinks you're funny. I would say that there's like one to three-year-olds that probably think you're funny, and then there's like 25-year-olds and up that maybe think you're funny. Seven-year-olds, not your audience. Except for Beulah. Audience. Well, yeah, I would. I mean, you're saying audience. this, but we have evidence of it right here. Evidence, Joel. <laughs> yes. Evidence. Okay, so she wants to testimony. She, she says, Beulah says, what are some of your favorite uh, funny cycling nicknames? Is yeah. that what we're going with? Yeah. And All right, why... Eula. You didn't ask, but you're about to receive. <laughs> so allow me to launch into this one. Uh, there's a bunch, so uh, it's okay if we don't get to all of them. But Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to roll through these as fast as we can. All okay. Right. First, we have Jeanette. What does that stand for? Uh, nothing. But his last Jeanette's? name, Ertz. A-E- RTS. So his name was John Ertz, and they called him Jean Ertz to make him sound classy? Something like that. All right. Uh, but his nickname was Brummel van de Fietz, which is mean? Dutch for the roar of the bicycle. The roar? But bicycles just go... That is not... The roar of the bicycle, That is a very, I feel like, European nickname that's just too long. The roar of the bicycle. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. Did Charles Darwin write that nickname? I don't know. Did Charles Darwin exist? What evidence do you have that there was a Charles Darwin, Phil? He well, I got an email from Beulah saying it existed, so <laughs> that's evidence, apparently. Beulah doesn't have email, Phil, so clearly you're an asshole. Damn it. I was outgunned. All right, how about this one? Phil Anderson, uh, British-born Australian. Oh, is that our child's name? <laughs> <laughs> no, in this case, he is the first non-European ever to wear a year-old yellow jersey in the Tour de France. His nickname... Skippy and or Dr. Teeth. Dr. Teeth like the Muppet? I guess, yeah. Wow. All right. I think it's because it had a big smile. Cursory research did not provide a reason. And I feel like Skippy was just derogatory to, like, Australians, right? Possibly. Like, it feels like a diminutive nickname. Like, hey there, Skippy, go get me some Gatorade. Or you just like peanut butter a lot. Right. Yeah. Or he skipped everywhere he went. That's how he got strong legs. Hey Skippy. Get me some Gatorade and Jif. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Jacques Anquetil, uh, who famously is one of the five-time winners of the Tour de France. His nickname, Monsacrono. Which means Mr. Time. Mr. Clock, because he was oh. really good at the time trials. Oh. There we go. I knew Chrono had something to do with time. Lance Armstrong uh, was known alternatively as Mr. Roids. <laughs> No, no. He never took roids. Roids would add muscle mass. That's bad for a distant cyclist. Oh, you're cyclist. right. Yeah, you he never was known as Tour de Lance. Yeah, right. APO is Tour how you do it. Lance. No, a uh, Mellow Johnny. Mellow Johnny. What? Don't quite get that one. Big Tex. Okay. Which I think I know he's quite small, but for a cyclist, I think he was. And he is large. from Texas. He is from Texas. Yeah. And the boss, El oh, Padron, like Bruce Springsteen. Yes, but you cycling. can't win a race. You can't win a race without enhancing drugs. 
Because I'm racing the Tour de France. Now, here's one, and, and I, I included this one because I feel like uh, this is the sort of nickname you'd never get out of America. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Federico Bahamontes is known as the Eagle of Toledo. The Eagle of Toledo. Now, Toledo and, is Toledo, Spain. And this is Toledo, Spain. I don't oh. think you'd call anyone the Eagle of Toledo for Toledo, America. No, because whenever no. you do a blank of blank in America, it always is alliteration. It would have to be like the the tornado of Toledo. But for Toledo, I feel it'd be like tugboat. Right, yeah, the tugboat <laughs> of Toledo. If you were fat and slow the and hard to move. Toledo Textile Factory. Right, exactly. Yeah, there'd be no there'd be no eagle of Toledo. Right. Toledo like the turkey booth. of Toledo. You're the tired guy of Toledo. Uh, the Toledo Turnpike. Yeah. Uh how about this next one? Uh Ercole Baldini was known as the fast train from Forlì. <laughs> There we go, alliteration. The fam- or or yeah. in Italian, Deratissimo uh, de Forli. Okay, the alliteration got lost in yeah, Italian. The translation. Yeah. Uh, here's my, maybe my favorite that I found. Jamoladin uh, Abu Japarov. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the nicknames are getting lost in your butchered pronunciation. Yeah. Of the actual names, fair. Yeah. In this case, he was originally a Crimean Tatar. Uh, who was forced Ooh. relocated to Uzbekistan by the Soviet Union? Whoa! Which fun uh, backstory, right? Yeah. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like being forced relocated from like Miami to Nebraska. <laughs> sure. Oh yeah, Crimea is like a resort, you know. Yeah, uh, I feel it, like that may have happened to a group of people. Yeah, in America in history. Uh, po- from possibly. the American now Southeast to the it. middle yeah. of America. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I mean, specifically Georgia to Oklahoma would be the one we all know right. about. Yeah. Anyway, this guy's nickname was the Tashkent Terror. The, ta- the, the what? Tashkent? What's Tashkent? Tashkent's the capital of Uzbekistan, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that Tashkent. <laughs> right. Of course I knew that because uh, I'm not a dumb. Oh, right. Oh, I've been to their Hard Rock Cafe at Tashkent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You always wear that leather jacket. It's got Tweety Bird giving the finger on it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hard Rock Cafe Tashkent. You guys get it. I yeah. use the, the breast to put all my pins on from all my Hard Rock Cafe. Right, cafes. and you still have that milkshake stain from the milkshake you were drinking while wearing that jacket. Yeah. The yeah. Joe Perry's Rock... This, Joe, sorry. <laughs> There's a quesadilla there called the Joe Perry Rock Your World quesadilla. Right. It comes with a mango peach salsa. Because I feel like that, that that place is full of irony, yet they have no irony. Right. Which is my favorite part about the Hard Rock Yeah, uh, they, they're very earnest in their... Yeah. Like, they don't understand the joke's kind of on them. Right, exactly. It's If you're a hard rocker, you're not going to the Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. So he's the Tashkent Terror. The Tashkent Terror. Tashkent yeah. Terror. Okay. Here's another good one. Maurice Archambault was known as Chubby Cheeks. Hey, Chubby Cheeks over here. Hey, it's Tommy Chubby Cheeks. Yeah, Look so- at those fat cheekies. That sounds like a mob, that does sound like a mob nickname. It really does. Like, we call him Tommy Chubby Cheeks. He's like, from Newark. Yeah, like the beginning of Goodfellas, where they're like, "That's Tommy two times," and that's uh, that's Charlie Chubby Cheeks. Over. And then they show him like, <laughs> "Give me another hoagie." And I'm Henry Hill, and I used to drink at the Ninety West Bar. I used to hang out with Henry Hill. Wait. Are you allowed to say that? Yeah, he's dead now. <laughs> oh, what if people, what, what's going to happen? Is he dead now because you were blabbing around that he used to hang out yeah, at the Yeah, he would get West really, Bar? really drunk there, and his girlfriend would come and be like, why'd you let him get drunk? She's still alive. I probably shouldn't say that. Because he's the guy from Goodfellas. Right, exactly. We let him do whatever he wants yeah. in case 
Joe Pesci comes in with an ice pick. Yeah, exactly. That was Casino, wasn't that it? That was Casino. Yeah. But it's all the same movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, how about Antonio Bevilacqua, who was known as Big Lips. Hey, Big Lips Tony over here. Hey. Oh, hey, Tony Big Lips. He's quite a biker. Right. He's got a future in this biking thing. If I had to pick my perfect man from all of the neighborhood boys, I'd take the lips from Tony Big Lips. <laughs> I'd take the cheeks from Charlie Chubby Cheeks. And I'd take the muscles from Popeye Pete. How'd you know about Popeye Pete? <laughs> Uh, Paolo Bettini was known as the cricket and I concluded that the one because cricket. in Italian it's El Grillo El Gr- the so, cricket El Grillo the cricket is that because he's like no I don't know why yeah it's because a- he chirps in his sleep I think uh, it probably has something to do with like uh, he, he goes uphill like a cricket bounding oh, oh like that. his ability or to bow maybe he like fiddles at the nightly campfire for everyone there yeah. we go there's a lot of, I mean like yeah. A lot of really small cyclists who are good, so I think there's a lot around that, which is why I think Chubby Cheeks was really like a hurtful. Right. That it was like, oh, look who's tipping the scales at 137. Chubby right. Cheeks over here. It's Maybe. Glandular. Right. Look <laughs> Chubby Cheeks, but a strong body. <laughs> uh, Hernan Buanahora was known as the little goat from Barricara. The Little Goat. Or El, El, El Cabrito de Baratara. There exists Sorry, no I way said, to make that a compliment. Goats are just <laughs> awful animals. I don't know. I mean, if, <laughs> if if my nickname were El Cabrito, I think I'd be okay with that. I don't, I don't think know. I see that happening. What's powerful about a goat? The Maybe he ate tin cans. From, uh, what's, wait, was it Okamos? <laughs> El Cabrito de Okimos. <laughs> the little goat from Okimos. I need you guys to help me make that stick. <laughs> there we go. Sure thing, little goat from Okimos. Uh, here's a good one. Uh, Swiss cyclist Fabian Cancellara, who was okay. known as a great roller. These are the people who can do long, like, solo rides because they they're, like, you know, strong riders. His nickname was Spartacus. Okay. Okay. See, that makes fun. sense. It feels European. Feels yeah. Fun. Like strong, strong like warrior. and, and yeah. dedicated. Yeah. Uh, and because uh, the movie Spartacus was uh, eternally long as our bike races. Also, also, they wear similar clothes. That's true. I feel like also, there was this ongoing bit where every time they'd go to the Peloton, they'd be like, uh, we have uh, an issue with the bib number for uh, Cancellara. Is there a Fabian Cancellara here? Like, All of the other cyclists would be like, I, I am, am Spartacus. <laughs> I am Spartacus. I am Spartacus. Uh, okay. Mirko Celestino was known as Sputnik. <laughs> oh, because he went to space. Well, I assumed it was because Celestino. Oh, Celestial? Okay. Oh, oh that's, okay, that's fun. I like that. Yeah, I like that's, that. that's good. That's cool. Sputnik, Celestino. Uh, Mark Cavendish, maybe the greatest sprinter of all time, uh, famously from the Isle of Man, and was therefore known as the Manx Missile. Ooh. I like that one. I like the that Manx one. Missile works, because he's fast like a missile and explosive like a missile. I was going to say, that was one of my fraternity brothers, was the Manx Missile. There we go. I like that. Eugene Christophe was known as the Old Gaul. The Old Gaul. Le Vieux Galois. Or Cree Cree. <laughs> I hope he got that nickname when he was old, and it wasn't like a 19-year-old It's like, ah, you old gall. <laughs> you old gall. <laughs> That's one of those ones where I'm like, is that a friendly thing to say in French, or is that like a horrible is slur like a from slur? Spain? Yeah. Yeah. Look at the Cree Cree over here. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Alberto Contador was known as El Pistolero. Ah, the pistol. Yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's like the gunfighter. Ah, the gunfighter, a pistolero. The pistol user. <laughs> oh, the pistol user. Is it because he shot a man once and got away with it? That could be. And then rode his bike away so they couldn't catch him? <laughs> Up a hill. Bring, bring. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't have bells in the Tour de France. They don't? It's not aerodynamic. That's why no. there's so many crashes. Yeah. There we go. How do they know that they're on their left? They do say it'd be a lot safer because then there's all of these old ladies who are crossing streets and they're like, yeah. with baguettes. What do we do? What right, do we like, do? Get the old gull to tell him to move. <laughs> hey, excuse me. Will you move, please? I'm an old gull, just like you're an old gal. Please move out of the road. Cadell Evans was known as Cuddles. And from what I know of his mm. reputation... That was probably sarcastic. <laughs> oh, uh, this isn't. That's another mobster name, like it's Tiny, like yeah, Cupcake. Puddles. Yeah, yeah, Cupcake. Yeah. Giuseppe Gerini was known as Beppe Turbo. <laughs> Beppe Turbo. That's my favorite uh, pasta plate at Buca di Beppo. <laughs> I was gonna say it's the lunch special, right? Also, exactly, because you get in and out in five minutes. You Beppe know? is short for Giuseppe. I think that's uh, pretty cool. Keep in mind if you have a couple more sons. Call him Beppe. Yeah, they actually move you really quickly through Buca de Beppe with that one because they put their your the pasta inside a uh, beer funnel and then they just shoot it down your throat. You know, a lot yeah, of yeah, lot of people choke. There. They have fun. Yeah, it's about the fun. atmosphere more than the food. It really is. When you're there, you're more than family. You're in Italy. You know, <laughs> Walter Godefruit was known as the Bulldog of Flanders. The Bulldog. That's of a Flanders. good one. Stupid, sexy Flanders. <laughs> That's that was also when he was wearing a cycling gear, wasn't it? Skiing. Skiing, Skiing. gear. Dang it. Because oh, then God, right God. after that, uh, Homer uh, spreads his legs too wide and gets hit in the groin repeatedly by the slaloms. Right, right, yeah. A classic. <laughs> Bernard Eno was known as the Badger. I think I've told you about that yeah, one. Yeah, you have. He's yep. the guy who punched the strikers. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Very yep. Badger-like behavior. Uh, Tor Hirschwald, uh was known as the Norwegian Bull. Or the God of Thunder. That's better. That's God Thor, of Thunder is Thor way like better Thor, than Norwegian. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Norwegian Bull feels replacement level. God of Thunder, that's an, that's an 80 grade nickname. Yeah, yeah. it is, yeah. Uh, Silvere Mace was known as the Crafty Father. Couldn't find huh. an explanation for why. The Crafty Father? That person sounds like a serial rapist. That does, yeah. That <laughs> maybe maybe it was like every... Everybody lock your doors at night. The Crafty Father still has not been caught. <laughs> I feel like it was every time they went through a different town... They'd see a sign that was like, Silvere, we're still waiting on the check. <laughs> right, like, yeah. He hasn't paid his child support in years, that crafty father. Yeah. Which of these people in the peloton? <laughs> Shh. Uh, one of my all-time favorites, Vincenzo Nibali, was known, uh, who's from uh, Messina, which is the, the, uh, the port on the west side of uh, Sicily. But okay. he was known as the Shark of Messina. Okay. Ooh, that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I like sh- I like uh, like when it's a shark or something. Yeah, you know, it's fun. that's fun. Then you'll really like uh, Franco Pelizzotti, who was known as the Dolphin of Bibione. No. The Delfino de Bibione. I mean, dolphins are fast and sleek, <laughs> but it but... just doesn't. It's not a great mascot nickname. So yeah, it's yeah. true. Uh, Andrea No was known as Grumpy. Like literally Bruntolo, which is I guess what you called the Grumpy from the Seven Dwarves in Oof. Italian. That's a tough one because uh, it's it's like uh, insult. 
Right? If he's known as Grumpy, then it's like nobody's going to go, oh, let's go hang out with Grumpy. But he might be okay with it. He might be like, I get it. I'm Henri. Okay. Right. <laughs> kind of like Henry Hill was that, back when I used to hang out with him. probably not the response that would fetch you. <laughs> yeah, that's grumpy. fair. Okay, so it is. Yep, I'm Grumpy. <laughs> I'm the Grumpy guy. Uh, Ricardo Rico was known as the pharmacist. Uh, I, I, yeah, Wonder where that came so, from. So, Bygone era. I was going to say, is that because he did the drugs or that he supplied the drugs? Because I'd like it much better if he actually didn't do the doping. He was like, no, I'm the guy that hooks you up with the dope. Right. Yeah. I'm the, not. I'm, I'm going to screw up, up everyone else's career. Yeah. The picks and shovels approach. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Why be the guy who wins the races and then gets torn down in the public for taking drugs when you can be the guy who padded his salary by selling drugs to that person? I'm a big picks and shovels years. fan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wait, that was after. The, so they were pavement. And then when pavement broke up in like the late 90s, they, they became, became picks, picks and, and shovels. shovels yeah. And then there was a, a short lived spin off band that was called Rock Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a solo act right right right, right. uh tony rominger and and i included these not because any one of these is pretty pretty good but because i think the combination of all three really makes you wonder here. sorry beulah we're just wasting your time here <laughs> no, 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 no. we didn't try to be good we're just we're hey, just fulfilling hey, a promise could you let me finish before you decide it's a bad idea all right all right Tony Rominger at different times was known as the mouse, okay. okay, the hammer, okay, and the camel. God, I think that those were all uh, pieces in a mouse trap game. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just stuck at if your nickname's the mouse. Where does the hammer then come in? Because the things you get nicknamed the mouse for and the things you get nicknamed the hammer for seem like totally the uh, here, opposite. Here's my guess: he had a high little squeaky voice. He would get into bar fights a lot, and he would drink a ton of water, and no one would ever see him pee. <laughs> so actually, that that makes a lot of sense for yeah. cycling. The camel, I think we can sort of right. Out. I think that all three make sense if it's that kind of person. Like, hey, I'm gonna go punch someone in a bar. Hey, you've had thirty beers. Are, haven't you peed yet? No. <laughs> you know, before they gave him the limp, they were gonna go with he just drinks a bunch, and you never see him pee for Doctor House. Right. Totally. For, yeah. For David Chase's or and he could never solve <laughs> his own medical ailment. It's like, how am I never peeing, and yet I'm drinking water? Then the final episode, you find out that God was actually taking it from his body. I have some notes in the pilot. We love this main character, except for one thing. <laughs> right. Is it the pee thing? <laughs> yeah, we were thinking going to Everyone, I think that is the show, though. That's the <laughs> metaphor for the show. Everyone's watching, like, wait a second. Didn't we watch him drink, like, two quarts of water in the last scene? When is he going to go to the bathroom? In every other show, people have to take a potty break in the middle of it. And in House, they never do. Okay. I always thought that would be funny in 24 if there was just one episode where Kiefer Sutherland just had to sit on a toilet for a really hard poo. He's just like, I know I have to defuse this bomb. You handle this. I really got to go take care of this. I had to drink a lot of water today. That was a, ate a lot that of jerky. Variation on that Foxtrot had a strip where it's like the first two panels are just like him sitting at the TV and it's got Z's coming out of it. And at the end of it, She's like, what's happening? The wife says to the dad, and he's like, ah, oh, Jack Bauer slept through his alarm this morning. <laughs> there we go. That's I, was, I, I was, thought it was hilarious. That was the first joke of episode three of uh, Oh My Gods as well. Yep, okay. Yeah. 
So Foxtrot uh, stole it from me. That kind of that kind of dates. Oh my gods! But yeah, <laughs> right. Oof. And dates us in the process. But okay, last two here. Uh, Vincente Trueba was known as the Flea of Torre La Vega. Ooh, because he bounced hither and thither. Yeah. Eh, it's not a great nickname, I Flea feel Flea like. is a good nickname for a cyclist, though. They're tiny. They uh, bounce up quickly, like the big jumps, if you're a guy. And like climbs. a flea. And I bite dogs. Yes. <laughs> Dog bite me, I bite dog. If I fail to grab one of the meal bags by the side of the road, I, I just, just pick up a stray. Grab a dog. <laughs> one of the small ones. Less weight. <laughs> If I, if I grab the Great Dane, there's no way I'm going to climb the Col de Tourmalet. <laughs> and of course, the last one, famed uh, British cyclist Tom Simpson. I believe that's the one who was tragically lost on the descent of the Mont Ventoux because he was drugged out of his mind, uh, prompting changes. But uh, his nickname, Mr. Tom. Mr. Tom. Mr. Tom. Mr. Tom. Tom. <laughs> And that has been another mailbag brought to you by Stamps.com. Please stop using the telegram systems that are so popular (laughs) with the kids these days. That's our show. Email us at twoandahalfsportsmen at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at SportsmanPod. Or check out all of our episodes on any of those major podcast platforms. 